You're listening to episode 51 of Widowcast, brought to you by Joanne the Life Coach Podcast Productions, hosted by Joanne Philomena, the author of Widowed. Welcome back. Can you believe 51? I totally missed it when I did episode 50, that it was episode 50. Kind of a cool number to hit. Listen, next week is my birthday. (laughs) And you know, if you've listened to my podcast, if you've read my book, my first birthday after Jim passed away was really a sad, sad birthday. It was very close on the heels of his death. So people probably felt like it would be weird to send me little happy birthday cards and things. So I spent the day alone and I only got like maybe two birthday cards and it was so depressing, (laughs) so depressing. Last year, I posted on my private Facebook page to my friends and family kind of how I felt about my birthday after Jim died and said, this year, I want you to just inundate me with birthday cards. Please send me a birthday card. And I had an overwhelming response. It was so fun to get all those cards. This year, I wanted to do something special for my birthday for all of you. And I got Amazon to put my book, the Kindle format for my book out there for free on my birthday and the day after. So if you go to amazon.com, look for Joanne Philomena, widowed, the Kindle version next Wednesday and Thursday, that's January 18th and January 19th, will be available to buy for free. And Kindle is nicer to read than, um, I know I've offered my book like for free in PDF format, but then you have to sit at the computer and it's like one just big long document. The Kindle version is nicer to read. So if you have a smartphone, if you have a tablet like an iPad or any Android tablets, you can download the Kindle Reader app for free and get my book downloaded to it for free to read it. You can also download uh, a Kindle reader for your computer, for your laptop. You don't have to actually own a Kindle to buy a Kindle book and read it. So you'll be buying the book, but it'll say $0.00 next Wednesday and Thursday. And in return for my birthday, I would like you to leave a review on Amazon for my book. Like you can get the book and just skim through the introduction and go back and leave a review based on that. You don't have to wait until you've read the whole book. Most people don't. Most people just look the book over and go back and leave a review. You only need to leave a sentence. The reviews really matter on Amazon because then Amazon will promote my book more if it has lots of reviews and it doesn't have a lot of reviews. They change their policy so that anybody who is connected to your private Facebook page as a friend, your family, cannot leave reviews. And if they do, Facebook, or Facebook, Amazon removes the review. So I really need your help, everybody. I would love to see 50 reviews left for my book. That would be so amazing. Right now it's sitting, I think, at 10 reviews. So Download the book for free. 
That way, Amazon thinks of you as a verified buyer because you've gotten the book off of Amazon and go back and leave a review for my book. And that would give me a very happy birthday. So we both get a present for my birthday. I like that. The other little piece of business is the Widow Coaches program that I'm doing. A program, academy, school. This is the first run through of this program. It's actually starting on Tuesday, but there's still time. If you're listening to this on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, you can send me an email and say, hey, I want to get in on this jump on the phone with me and I will. I'll get on the phone with you. I'll tell you the details, the cost, how long it's going to take, all that good stuff and see if you're a good fit. I just realized that one of the things that helped me get through that first year and second year after becoming widowed was one, the fact that I became a life coach. I was a life coach and I became certified in that time. And it was all of my life coaching tools that made such a difference for me. And my business is a life coach because I'm also a certified weight loss coach. And to this day, my website is still kind of oriented towards the work I do with weight loss clients. When I launched this podcast, I did it just straight from the heart. It wasn't part of my business. I just wanted to reach out to widows because I knew how hard it was for me and how little there was out there available for widows. Then after launching the podcast, it kind of took on a life of its own with my business because I started having widows reach out to me because they knew I was a life coach saying, can you help me? Can you work with me? And when I did take them on as clients, I found it was just magical, just magical for both of us. I had so much to offer widows and I still do coach widows one-on-one, -on -one, get you through some of that initial pain. Sometimes it's a widow that has been really feeling stuck in her life for like seven years, a decade that comes to me for coaching. But I wanted to offer all of you the opportunity to do that same thing, to learn those coaching tools. Because when you learn the tools, you can use them for yourself to self-coach. You can also then reach out to other widows. Whether you become a one-on-one -on -one widow coach or you just want to host meetup groups, you want to be able to reach out to other widows in your community locally all the, every community in the United States, in England, in Canada, there are widows in every town and they don't even know who each other is because there's really nothing organized. There's no outreach for them to get together and connect. And the truth is nobody is going to understand what you go through except another widow. I've talked to widows. They've gone to counselors. They've gone to psychiatrists. They've gone to therapists. I talked to a gal that's been going to a counselor for two years. She's now also seeing a psychiatrist at the same time, and she's still in the same pain. She's still in the same stuck place in her life. And when I asked her out of all these people that you've reached out to, this counselor that you're still working with after two years, the psychiatrist, the psychologist, the therapist, were any of them widows? No, they weren't. They weren't. And I'm like, how can they really get it? I mean, I know they know the tools of their trade to try to um, reach out and help other people. 
But really the things that you can help the most with are the things that you've gone through yourself. So I'm so excited about this program because it's going to create widow coaches who can facilitate groups of widows all across the globe in, in local communities. And that is so fantastic. So get in on this first class with me because the first class run through, I'm doing it half price for everybody because it's the first run through. We're going to find out what works and what doesn't work well and get this program fine tuned. After this, it will be full price. It will not be offered at half price again. So you can reach out to me about that. Okay, onward to the episode. Coming up on my birthday, I don't really want to talk about birthdays again. <laughs> don't want to talk about birthdays again. Just go leave me a review for my book and I'm good. What I want to talk about is one of my clients. This is a new client I have and she brought up the thought that her husband's children were his kids. In other words, like Jim and myself, they had married a little Later in life, he was older than she was. He already had kids, some grown kids, when she married him. And when he passed away, one of her biggest hurts was the thought that she no longer had family here for her. That, you know, there were kids and a ton of grandkids and even a couple of great grandkids. But her thought was they're his kids. They're his kids. And she's kind of lost touch with them. And, you know, they haven't been coming to the place where she's at. So we talked about that thought because that's not an unusual thought for a widow to have, to think that his kids from another marriage were just his kids. They're not your kids. They're not family that you've lost all that part of your family when they died. Right. And that's such a sad thing because we need to have that sense of connection to other people. The person we most felt connected to was our spouse. And when your spouse passes away, you lose that sense of connection, that love and connection with another human being. If you can't nurture that need in other ways, then you still have this big gaping hole in that emotional need to feel connected to another person. So she was really, really fantastic. She worked with me through this thought. We worked through kind of the whole cycle of the thought model, you know, thinking they were his kids made her feel dejected, like his family had rejected her. And so she kind of shut down was the way she acted. And the result was that you know, she didn't reach out to them. They didn't reach out to her. And she was truly had no connection with his family. So we began working through various things that she might think about his children and his grandchildren and his great grandchildren that she's thinking that they were just his and not hers. She didn't feel like a grandma. And there was the thought that she missed them and needed them to know that she missed them. Right? 
and that made her feel kind of wanting wanting to reach out to them, but she was still feeling some fear about that, right? She was still uncomfortable with it. And she knew that it was wonderful that she had his kids and grandkids and great-grandkids because they were all like part of her spouse. It was like the part of her spouse that was left behind for her. But she still, even thinking how much she missed them and needs them to know that, changing her thought to that still left her feeling anxious and not doing anything. Until she hit on a thought about those kids and grandkids that she does believe, and she could hang on to that thought. And that thought was, they are my family. They're my family. And that made her feel good, good enough that she wanted to call them right away and tell them, tell them, hey, you know what? I miss your dad or I miss your granddad every single day. I'm so sad without him. And I really miss all of you. And I need all of you to be in my life. You're my family. You're all I have left of him. And I so treasure each and every one of you. The thought that they are her family allows her to feel good about it and to want to reach out to various segments, different kids, different sets of grandkids, and invite them over to be able to call them up and say, hey, why don't you come have Sunday supper with me? I'm putting on a spread. I'd love to have your company. And really reconnect with them again really begin to feel like they're family again. Send cards to them. Send cards to the kids. Keep that connection going. The only thing that was making the big difference for her was the thought that she was thinking about it. Because you know now, I've taught you before in this podcast, that our emotions come from what we're thinking thoughts vibrate down into our body. They're called feelings for a reason. You feel it in your body when you have a feeling. Some feelings make your chest feel heavy, make your legs feel heavy, like you don't want to stand up and do anything. Some feelings will make your throat close up and get tight. Other feelings feel really light and tingly and good. When you start checking in your body with how the thought you're thinking feels in your body, you're going to connect to the emotion that you're creating for yourself. Feelings don't come from outside of us. Somebody else doesn't make us feel one way or the other. It's what we're thinking about them. Maybe it's what we're thinking about something they said, or we're thinking about something they did, and it's our thought about it that makes us feel one way or the other about it. So there she was after her husband passed away and thinking that all of that wonderful big family of his, all those kids and grandkids and even great grandkids were his kids. And now he's gone and she's alone. Wow. Just saying it that's putting that sentence running through my mind and I can feel how rejected that feels, how alone that feels. 
Aloneness is one of the feelings that I think we all have in common for one reason or another, whatever thoughts we're thinking that keeps us, we feel alone because our spouse is gone and we haven't filled in that void with anything else. I'm not saying you're going to run out and get another husband to fill the void. That would probably be a disaster. Nobody wants to be a void filler, <laughs> right? But to connect with the people you already have in your life. I know we often feel like, God, all our friends fall away, all our coupled up friends, they don't want to come visit us, they don't want to think about the fact that death could be on the horizon, which is true. It's true. A lot of friends back off. That doesn't mean we can't find a thought that gives us the courage to pick up the phone and call them to pick up the phone and initiate conversation, to say things like, I loved when we used to do things together, but maybe it would just feel too strange now for you guys because he's gone and I'm going to feel like a third wheel. Is that true? Maybe just you and I can get together for lunch. Reconnect with those friendships. I know the people have said stupid things and they've pulled away from you. And But if there's friends that you really want to still have as a part of your life, you need to reach out to them. Tell them what you need. So many widows find that no one wants to talk to them about their spouse. Right? They don't want to bring him up. They're afraid to broach the subject. They're afraid you're going to cry if they bring him up. But you need to talk about him. You want more than anything to sit down and reminisce about your husband and the things you did together and the funny stuff that other people know about him that you may not even know, the stories other people could tell about him. You have to ask them. Really, you have to reach out to those old mutual friends and say, I would love to get together. Do you guys want to come over for dinner, a glass of wine? I really need someone that I can talk to about Jim or Bill or Fred or whoever your spouse was. You say, I just want to be able to reminisce. Everybody's afraid to talk to him about, to talk about him to me. And it's like he never existed when people don't talk about him. Make them understand that. You can tell them that. It feels like he never existed because nobody wants to talk about him to me. I want to reminisce. Invite them over for wine. Little wine, cheese, crackers. It's a nice time of year in the winter to do that, especially if you have a fireplace and you can sit around and have the warmth of the fireplace and wine. Be careful. They may not be able to drive home. <laughs> so that is just an example of how our thinking can drive how we feel about something. And it even drives our actions and the results we get. If you're thinking they were his family, they're not my family, they were his family, and you're going to feel rejected by his family now that he's gone, and that's going to keep you not wanting to do anything with them because you feel rejected, and they're going to continue to just not even be in your life. They'll be con continue to have been his family and not yours. But if you're able to think, wait a minute, they're still my family. They're my family and I need them in my life. Now you're going to have the courage to reach out. You'll make that phone call. 
or you'll go over to their house and knock on the door. Don't get weird about it, though. Don't be stalkerish. <laughs> Only if dropping in is acceptable do you go knock on their door. Re you will be able to reach out to them. They will no doubt respond. They've probably missed you, too. And suddenly, they become your family. And it backs up that thought, this is my family. And they become your family. You want to start a new thought cycle that's going to work for the things that you need to repair in your life, in your heart, in your emotions. Don't continue to keep yourself completely isolated away from everyone. And then say, everybody's deserted me. It feels that way. And if you think that thought, everybody's deserted me, then you're going to take no action. Because that's going to make you feel so bad and you're just going to curl up on the sofa and binge watch some sitcom. Yeah? Instead, don't isolate yourself. Think, I really miss my friends. Who can I call and get together with? Who can I call and reach out to? Who can I call and say, hey, you knew him really well. I want to reminisce. Let's get together. Nobody talks to me about him. They'll be relieved. They'll be relieved when they discover they can sit down with you and say, you're not going to believe what he said one time. You would have shot him. <laughs> yeah, you get to do that. I was fortunate that I had one friend who he knew Jim even before I did. And he made himself available to talk to me about Jim and reminisce and tell me stories I didn't even know when they were young men, when they were out carousing, looking for girls, hilarious stuff, wonderful stuff. That's the things that you want to be able to hear and share and talk about. And it can't be one-sided. You can't be just dumping all your memories out on them. Give them a chance to talk too. It's wonderful to sometimes to sit and listen and hear what people really thought about your husband. You might be surprised. You might think, oh, well, they didn't know him very well. And then they tell you a story, something that he shared with them that made a difference in their life. It's amazing when you can get people talking. So do that. Get out there, connect with people. If you want to learn how to reach out and connect with other widows, you can contact me about widow coaching. Once this new class opens, I do already have a waiting list for the April class. And you can still reach out to me and find out about that. And if you want to be waitlisted for the next class starting in April, we can do that. Just email me at joanne at joannethelifecoach.com. That's J-O-A-N-N at joannethelifecoach.com. And I will jump on a call with you and find out if you're a good fit to learn how to coach other widows and create connections in your own community. It's so exciting. And Wednesday, Thursday, go download Widowed as a Kindle book from Amazon and write a review for me. Make my birthday for me. 
<laughs> I would love it. It would give me some joy in my life. And you know, I want you to get out there and find some joy in your life. Every day needs to have joy in it. Until I talk to you next week. <music>